0: This episode is sponsored by Scofton, which is a great place to get great grub on this great worker placement game which is on Kickstarter right now, until the middle of November. And now, on with the show. Random Acts of Kindness, Bunnies, Era the Consortium and other RPGs, and Peter Wellington from the Staying In Podcast. This is We Are Not Wizards. How are you anyway?
1: I'm fine, man, I'm fine. It's uh I'm I'm having a real I'm I'm having a real like year of just trying to like zen out as much as I possibly can. Like I'm just trying oh. to relax yeah. and not clutter up my life with things that are like bad things, not like poisonous thing. I mean obviously I don't want <laughs> poisonous things as well. But like but like <laughs> but not doing bad this cobra. Thing yeah <laughs> i'll like, be yeah cobras Boxed away in my the scorpions bin. yeah keep that popper, stingrays popper away from me away from me uh like yeah. but like i've been trying to like really focus on like like going to quality things that i really want to enjoy but also trying yeah. to improve like a work-life balance thing like trying to actually like give myself the sort of mental space to be able to like chill out in my evenings and like have a nice weekend and not feel like I'm you know that I've got to constantly be making stuff or constantly be working or yeah it's been really nice to just kind of just kind of lean into like like this is what I did last year 2018 was the year of I should play that and 2019 is I want yeah. to play that You see what I mean Um ah. Yeah, so it's been nice, how about you? How's everything with you?
0: Um, I think I've been trying to There's an inner kind of monologue Kind of going on with me With kind of, it's almost like a 1984's Two minutes of hate (laughs) Type thing (laughs) Oh yeah Well you know what I mean, you know you kind of go on You go on social media and you see. Well here's the headline of the day that's supposed to Kind of rile you up as much as possible And I've taken to Mm -hmm. Looking at it and just trying yeah. to um move away from it, especially if it's yeah. i think it's um especially if it's something that's kind of like negative about somebody, depending on obviously who that person is you know but you know there's benefits mm. of the doubt that kind of have to come out, and some of the time you're just like well that's that is the way that they are, and me extracting more energy from other things I should be spending energy on and, and kind of pointing it in their direction is, and they're never ever going to listen to me shouting at mm. them on whatever social media. There's no point in yeah. doing it. So I've kind of taken, I've kind of taken to, um, I've always decided that before I die, I'm going to go into my drafts in Twitter and I'm just going <laughs> to send the whole lot off. <laughs> and there'll be people that'll just have a whole barrage of kind of what? Kind of coming at them, mm-hmm. which I think is going to be quite quite oh. interesting to do. But uh, do you remember that I'll thing you sent to, to
1: me in twenty fifteen?
0: <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, Bush. You know, what I mean, just <laughs> random. <laughs> do you imagine getting that? Just ran- something random, just coming coming in and just going. Actually, I think you'll find it's an ecumenical matter, kind of thing. And you know, <laughs> just kind of, <laughs> just kind of doing that. Let's think- st- just try to focus away. You know.
1: Yeah. I think there's definitely um one of the things I really struggled with last year was social media and like you you know it's it's really tempting to wake up in the morning and i and I definitely still do it to go onto Twitter and see what everybody like first of all there's drama right so whatever industry mm-hmm. you're in you know you might be in um, yeah. you know industrial cleaning for example, and there's probably drama in industrial cleaning it's like oh i can 't believe that at Vacuum Lover 3000 was saying that the, the latest Dyson is a load of rubbish. Um, I'm sure that definitely happens. And uh, also, like, news, right? Like, Twitter feels a lot like this canvas upon which to get really upset and angry about things. It feels like Midas's Barber's Hole. Like, it feels like the thing that you shout into to try and get the all of the 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 aggression and like worries and concerns that you have out into mm-hmm. the void because hopefully that will feel better but as you say like you know we I always feel like because I'm, I'm the same as you like I see other people online and I'm like and I'm like how dare they think like that and in 2018 I might have been a little bit like and really like stewed on it and now in 2019 I've been like okay there's two things I can either do I can let like I can try and understand their point. Or I can just unfollow them, like and and like either is fine. Yeah. I think, like you know, um, so uh, yeah, it's it's and I think that's all part of that calming process as well, like trying to spend a little bit less time on on the hell site.
0: Yeah, I think I guess the other thing is is actually if you have got a point to make, it's kind of like make it in a reasonable manner, so the person's just yeah. like, oh, you're kind of like. There has been situations, kind of. There's always kind of situations that happen. I, do you know what? It's just like today. I was right reading about. Oh, this person's been involved in this, and I'm like going. Do you know what? I'm going to give that forty eight hours. I'm going to come back and just like a good, <laughs> a good slow cooking <laughs> meringue. We're going to yeah. see if that is going to you know if it's going to if it's got any merit to it whatsoever, and, or if it's just like a a kind of a click, a click yeah. baity type thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, in order. In order to take us mm. out of that, you mm. know, we've not even done an intro. I'm going to do my usual kind of staying in copycat intro because I like, I kind of sure, like to do perfect. that anyway.
1: I love it every time. Um,
0: every, it's just, I can, and I've, got the, I've got the kettle down. I've been <laughs> testing myself on different kettles and mm-hmm. um, I think I've got it down. I'm a slight, do you know, there's a, there's a bit in Saving Private Ryan. Where he goes. Okay. So, what's your German like? And he says it's a bit kind of, it's a bit kind of this. It's got a touch of Bavarian in it. So, <laughs> I'm kind of going for something that is a possible, probably difference between a slight T file and a Morphy Richards. You know, you can detect. Ooh. So it's looking of almost like a. It is almost yeah. like a.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's nice. <coughs> yeah, that's you know That's it, that's an absurdly good impression, actually. <laughs> Uh, like I, I'd, I'd like to so. think at
0: some point in the future, right, aliens are going to yeah. invade our land mm-hmm. yeah, and they're going to be they're going to come down with an EMP they're going to mm. wipe out all electrical communication and all electricity sources yeah. and the one thing that they're afraid of is the sound of a kettle boiling and I am yeah, going to be why done it. Yeah. I, I'm going to be the person that saves the world by going <laughs> about and scaring them off with my amazing kettle Impressions. What a load yeah, I of nonsense!
1: Mean, no, I think I think that's I think that's absolutely. I, I assume that they'll land in Yorkshire and uh, and and be in entirely the wrong place. They'll be thinking, oh no, like they've got these, they, they've got these, yeah, they, they've got these Morphy Richards all over the place. Who is this? Who is your great leader, Morphy Richards? Um, and uh, I of think, course, I'll I just say, I'll just yeah. say,
0: just call me Richard. <laughs> and, <you> know,
1: <laughs> i think i think that's um i think that's good I, I, everybody needs a, a life skill i wonder yeah um i wonder why they've come here though that's the big question like so why why so i always think about aliens right uh because i mm-hmm. i do think that as a big fan of Star Trek, that um, I really like this idea that the... the And this is a spoiler if you've not watched, you know, the last 30 years of Star Trek. Uh, but basically, the Vulcans, which are these, like, pointy-eared aliens, basically, um, they spend yeah. this time monitoring humans. Like, it's, it's sort of made out to be a fairly substantial amount of time. And they monitor the humans to the point to which they then get to warp travel and then as soon as the humans have warp travel the Vulcans say okay we're actually here this is what we're yeah. doing you can now explore but we're we we're the welcoming committee because we want to introduce you into the world um, yeah. and this idea that and the Federation adop- uh, ad- adopts it because they're basically like you know they have this you know, prime directive in which they don't want to alter the course of history for a non-spacefaring civilization, and I quite like this idea. And I definitely think that if aliens are watching us right now, you know, they've definitely got you know their little alien telescopes, and they are looking down on you, making boiling kettle sounds into a <laughs> microphone with another human being who's you know miles and miles and miles away, and thinking, you know what? Then they're, they're not ready just yet. No, you know, they're not not. Not just not yet. There. No, not, not yeah, Nearly, there. nearly, but but we've ruined it. So.
0: I was thinking. Um, obviously, it's it's very very easy to get kind of ranty and kind of shouty and and get complaining. I think mm. there's two things. There's two things that people need to be doing more of, and mm-hmm. I think one of them is secretive good deeds. And what, That's nice. And what I mean by that is not there's a and I'm there's a there's a tendency okay, there's bigging up people in public. And I think I think one of the things that a lot of kind of people who create kind of media and content and stuff like that, I I, I still hold by the thing that there's nothing quite wonderful as um somebody publicly telling you that they they like and they enjoy, enjoy and they appreciate what you produce. Mm. I mean I, yeah. I do regularly yeah. try and Mention guys like yourself and you know sporadically bored and you know other other pod uh, You know death by monsters guys like that But Mm -hmm. I also think there's something to be said for somebody who and that's a very public thing and it's like oh watch these shows And sometimes I feel like am I coming across as a bit kind of sycophantic On the other thing I think I think people should maybe sometimes just do stuff Quietly It's almost like Mm. kindness by stealth kind of thing mm. i think that's I
1: think, a yeah i think we're so used though to we're sort of so pessimistic that whenever somebody does something and you're like oh that was really nice the even yeah. me like even me like you know uh i immediately think what's in it for this person like why why, why would we th- why would they think like that and that's That's the reptilian part of all of our brains, right? Going, going. Like, why would they be nice to us? Like, surely there's no reason to be nice to us. What we, what we do is not very good. What we, what I, what my existence is pointless. Like, this is silly. This is all. And you know, it's that reptilian part that's just like, like, constantly doubt, constantly be on the defence. And this idea of like, I really like this idea of like, um, going out there and actually being shouting about the nice things that you like. God. God knows this, this there's a lot of bad things out there. But I do also like this kind these moments of kind secret kindness. What would you do yes. like how would you how would you like bring that into your everyday life then?
0: I think um just by I don't know I am um, paying for somebody's shopping or something like that. Nothing right. that, you know nothing that's major. Something that's very personal between mm. Somebody before You know seeing mm. a, If you see like an old couple In a cafe or something Buying their cup mm. of tea for them Or something like that You know what I mean Just go up to Beautiful. the counter And say "Oh, look have they got a bill And they say yeah I'll just sort it out Something like that yeah. Just yeah. so that when they get to the counter And they say can I pay for it Somebody says oh it's already taken care of You don't worry about it And it's that nice little surprise Yeah And it's like And then and, and then they just like Well what, That And generally what people do In these situations Is like this doesn't kind of happen to me, mm. and it's something that and, they tell, and it's not and that, you know it's not a big huge thing. Yeah.
1: It's, it's it's about making those little stories. I'm like I'm the the philosophy I've always lived by is try and make stories. Right, like your life should hmm. be a big lot. Even if those stories are sad, or if those stories are happy, or if they're funny or silly or embarrassing, like always try and make stories. That's why like because otherwise you get to the end of your life and people are like people are like Grandad, what did you do during your life and you're like i hmm. uh mm. and there's nothing worse right i can't think of anything worse than being embarrassed on your own deathbed that you haven't done anything i'd be like i'd be more i mean mortally obviously cuz i'm dying but like like i would be mortally embarrassed if if like you know if i you know god help me if somehow i managed to you know have offspring in some capacity um like I, I would be super embarrassed if uh, I, we got to that point and they were like, "What did you do? You know, how did you how did you act? You know, you you lived through such a through such a an exciting period of time because all periods of time are really really quite exciting. What did you do? And you're like, I just just I just watched whatever was on TV. Like I couldn't I couldn't deal with that. I I'd, I'd, I'd just be like, oh I can't. So for example, like one of the things. Okay, here's an example and now it's becoming an act that is not that is not secret. So I'm going to give this yeah. to you. Yeah. But I um I was in this uh rather rough and tumble pub uh in Bristol uh, which has <laughs> a um has somewhat of a uh, reputation for the police turning a blind eye to smoking the disco cigarettes um uh, out the back. <laughs> the dis- um <laughs> The 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 wacky backy, as uh, some yeah. people might also uh, I believe that's the street term for it. That's why that's uh, well, that's, def- that's definitely, def- definitely how I always definitely, yeah, if definitely you ask I'll, for that.
0: If you ask for that yeah. in the street, they'll def- definitely they <laughs> they'll, exactly they'll definitely not shout
1: knock. <laughs> um so uh yeah, so um and and they have this and basically there's this there was so I was there and I'd had a couple of drinks by this point. And um I went into the bathroom and it was the the uh, uh, to, to to the ladies listening, um, men unfortunately uh, can't be trusted. Therefore, we have to go into basically what is a trough uh, at, at some <laughs> pubs, true. and uh, and you know what? Fair enough. Um, so uh, th- and this thing was basically starting to flood, like it was disgusting, right? And this guy who didn't work at the pub, but was obviously this like regular had this plunger in hand and he was helping out because they were. Wow. it was a busy Friday night and yeah. he was there and he was helping out. And I said, oh, you know, oh, this is very good of you, mate. Like, I, I had no idea who he was. Oh, this is, you know, that classic, like, guy on guy, like, oh, mate, we're all mates now, even though I've no idea who you are. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and I said, oh, you know, this is very good of you, mate. And he was like, oh, you know, I, I know whoever it was that works behind the bar. So, you know, I just thought I'd help out. I, I drink here quite regularly, so, you know, I, th- I thought I'd help out. And I was like, hmm. So, and then, then, first of all, first act of kindness didn't go in the trough. He was trying to unblock. I think oh that's no. the first major act of kindness. Um, and then, secondly, I went out and I put like a fairly substantial amount of cash behind the bar and said, The guy who's unblocking the toilets, do you know who he is? And they were like, Oh, yeah, yeah. he's my mate, whatever. And I was like, The next X number of drinks they're on me and just like gave, gave that thing and I was like cool and then walked out into the night because I had to go and I was like right that is the nice thing where somebody will turn up and just be like oh I'll have oh, no, this one's on the house because of x y and z because you were making things nice for other people and that's the thing Exactly, like yeah. one good turn deserves another
0: and it's not kind of like doing stuff so that other people will turn the attention back on yourself as well it's very, very right. important that you're you're able to walk away from the situation and you're not actually claiming the yeah. after chat or the yeah. thoughts. You don't you don't it's own about... it's like you don't own that person's feelings of gratitude or anything like that.
1: No, you're not no, there it's... to
0: get that reward kind of thing.
1: It's like listening. It's like my bro Siddhartha Gautama would say, right? It's about putting the good karma out there, right? It's about yeah. it's about if good if good. He was onto something, right? Like uh, he was, you know, he was sort of saying, look. If you're good to people, people will be good to you. Not in a mm. and he didn't mean it in like like a literal like if I give you this thing, you will give me that thing. It's literally a case of like the more good things you put out into the universe, in exactly the same way that the more bad things you put out into the universe, the more likewise you will get back. Cuz if you put bad things into the universe, people are going to get you know, annoyed and angry, and then that's only ever going to be cyclical. Whereas, if you put good things out into the universe, it's the same sort of thing, right? You get that good stuff back. So that one time that you, you know, that you help, that you help somebody, they'll be like, "I should do that." And it's ah, oh, it's yeah, it's that's the nice thing, I think. It's uh, yeah, yeah. And the second
0: thing I was going to touch on, yeah, <laughs> yeah, go on. Which is there's quite clearly not enough people that have bunnies in their lives and i want to
1: i want to address this now you've okay. you've got a, you've you've owned a bunny or have a bunny don't you i do indeed and i'd like to take you to task on this one uh, because the thing that my partner and i always say like we have friends around and they're like oh you've got a house bun. and i'm like yeah his name's taco he's you know he's really fun and silly and yeah, he's all nice and stuff. The thing we immediately say afterwards is never get one. Don't ever really ever enjoy enjoy this. Don't get one. Yeah. Oh man. Like so. Do you have girls or boys? I've got I've got one, and he's a boy. Okay. He was a
0: boy until we took him to the cleaners and got him knackered. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: you know, and now he's you know he's well he's enjoying himself. So he's 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 better off for it, right? Okay. So. Um okay our bun um our bun is a somewhat i would say melodramatic bun and somewhat of a of a of a of a prima donna so um and also a little bit ill most of the time so um <laughs> but basically um he so we we decided that we would not pick him up and put him in his house so he lives in the house but he we we wouldn't pick him up we would always encourage him to go home right we would always encourage him to go but when we need to go to come on we need to go to work to pay for all the things that you have so (laughs) please come in so we we encourage him back into his home and and to be fair to him he, he does he does that quite a lot but if he's in a bad mood he won't he's also very uh so every year of his life he's got poorly. And so yeah. he had a pre- he had a pretty serious one which was e. caniculi. Have you heard of this? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. It's it's do not Google it. It is horrible. Uh but basically he got this, this this illness and we managed to catch it before it turned fatal. Like and it is really not very nice at all. Um so uh like basically you can tell when they've got it because their eyes are twitching and they they keep tracking and all that's like with their head like they, they they and they they lose balance and all that sort of stuff and it was it was like the most heartbreaking part of my life like one of my the most heartbreaking parts of my life um but also his teeth hurt sometimes and we don't know when What? so like sometimes he'll be like he'll be like my teeth hurt because they're like they they grow quite fast. So yeah, yeah, and because yeah, yeah. his teeth hurt and because he can't communicate this stuff out because he doesn't really change. Um the only time that we know that is he goes I'm not going to eat and we're like oh brilliant because as you'll know as a as a bunny as a bunny owner um if they don't eat for 8 hours they can they their stomachs can just stop. And at that point yes you've got you've got like 24 hours. Um so so he'll be like I decided in the middle of the night to stop eating figure out when because <laughs> it's like oh um. shit like like great uh, off to the vet so so imagine the scene then imagine the scene it's I've, it's like a, an episode of
0: house or er right, or right, right. casualty oh, oh,
1: oh yeah it like so imagine the scene you've just wrapped up a wonderful wonderful evening right you've exchanged presents you've had the christmas dinner you've had you've had everything that's absolutely lovely and you turn to your to your you know the, the the love of your life and you say this was an absolutely incredible christmas day what a wonderful time we we absolutely nailed it this year what an amazing lovely time should we go to bed let's go to bed and you head to you know you head to bed and you, yeah. uh, you know, you you get the best eight hours sleep that you've had. Feel so relaxed over the holiday period. You wake up, Boxing Day. Ah, oh, Boxing Day. I had a bit of a lie in. Wonderful, excellent. Can't, ha- what an amazing time we're having. Let's go in and let the bun out. Fantastic stuff. Open up the cage. My teeth hurt. Cool. Oh. Right. <laughs> Great. So this this okay. We don't drive. So the the vets is not open today. Yeah. The nearest vets that's open is like miles away, and uh, and uh, but we've got to go because otherwise, like you know, this could be really bad. So then you get into the Uber, which on Boxing Day, let me tell you, is uh, they are they are definitely charging more on a Boxing Day. Let me tell you that. Um, then you drive over to the thing. Uh, and it's like yeah his teeth clearly hurt uh we'll give him all of this sort of stuff and you're like oh that's absolutely fantastic thank you so much of course none of this is going to be covered by your health insurance yeah that's absolutely fine we just want to make him make him yeah. okay uh brilliant yep yeah, cool give him all the stuff brilliant fantastic wrap everything up he's in he's in his little house pissed off that you've taken him to the vets annoyed you know he's had loads of bits and pieces is you know stuff prodded uh, and they're like, that'll be £350, sir. Fantastic stuff. What? Okay, I guess I'll call another Uber to get, take us home. And like, So then you get him home, and then you put him on the floor, and you're like, I'm so sorry. I really hope that you're okay with all of this. And then he goes straight to his food bowl and starts eating. <laughs> and you're like... <sighs> cool yeah no this is i mean i'm glad thanks. that you're okay yeah thanks i'm glad that you're okay this is really good but but like you were 70 pounds when we bought you we thought you'd be a cheap animal but you've you know this one trip is like five times your cost we own you what are you doing to contribute to this household like all these questions really start to stack up after you've after you've had an expensive there's thing like all that
0: there's always so sort many kind of wriggling of the noise, of nose and looking <laughs> up at you with the kind of the doe eyes they can work is is um, right. is taco a lop
1: then yes yeah, so he's a mini lop is he's a little orange oh, mini a lop. mini lop, lop. Right. he's a mini lop and um so i will say this so they are they are incredible pets but they take uh they just take uh, they are way more work i think than dogs like they are and certainly like cats cats are like whatever like cats are like Oh, you're still alive. Feed me. Um, yes. Whereas you know, whereas rabbits are kind of like they're halfway house between a dog and a cat, but rabbits are really. I uh, you know, I, I'm sure you you know, like they feel really social, and they they've definitely got their own body language that they're trying to communicate with you. Um, yes. I mean, does yours does yours does yours do any like physical communication with you? How does it does it does yours um does yours pur? No, does yours. Oh. Okay, yeah. So, as when you, when you, so um, we rub his little cheeks. um, Which, side note, the other day we rubbed his cheeks too much, and a little bit of fluff got matted and then started irritating his eyes. Another. expensive <laughs> trip to the vets let me tell you um so anyway if you if you if you're careful and you str- and you you rub their little cheeks and stuff like that and their maybe their ears and stuff yeah, like that if, yeah. if they go for a really long time they'll start to go oh i've heard that
0: no 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 i have yeah yeah oh okay so
1: that's called like purring or chittering or like all right yeah yeah and um it's obviously like the sign of contentment right and does yours does yours um does yours buzz
0: No he doesn't buzz He gets He he does a very When he's annoyed Yeah Yeah. He'll just stand there And he'll do a single Very very loud Stomp
1: Yeah The thud He's
0: done it once When he The thud When he was like We had to give him a bath Because the thing about rabbits And this is the wonderful thing They don't tell you Is that Get a rabbit It's easy You know Mm. How difficult can it be To feed a rabbit and the thing is, their tummies, as you know, are very, very on a balance. Oh, And if yeah. you feed them too much or too little or t- uh, the right amount of stuff or the wrong amount of stuff, <laughs> then what happens is that he ends up, if he's not, if he's not um, agile enough or if he can't be bothered, he produces two, they produce two types of poo. And one yes, of the that's poos they produce? They do, is like they? A, it's like yeah. it's like a little it's like a little mound of grapes. Yep. And what they do is they sit there like they've got a bag of um like they've got a little bag of boosters yeah. or a little <laughs> bag of revels and yeah. they'll just sit away and they'll just chew away on these things just and you know like their, their stomach yeah, they'll just munch, they poo, and they'll eat. And the other thing is, they'll produce these really hard golden balls. Now, sometimes if they're producing the wrong thing at the wrong time and they can't be bothered, you'll end up sometimes, occasionally, with a clump.
1: Yeah, of poo the at clump. the back. Yeah, and like, and obviously, you know. Obviously, they're like, oh, I can't get rid of this, and you're like, oh, cool. Oh, no. I yeah, I guess thanks. the trip. It's like I guess I guess I'll get the scissors out and like freak mm. myself out that like I'm about to chop something off, or like yeah, you take them to the bath and they so the the little thud that they do. Yes, yeah. So we we get that. Do you get the whining? Have you heard the whining before? Um. Only slightly
0: once But he's generally He's more of a thudder He's more of a thudder He will just He'll just go I know what you're about to do Yeah Now let me explain to you My 15 point PowerPoint presentation (laughs) Why I feel This is not the correct Course of action And how if you just let Nature take its course Then this will be The fine way to do things And let me explain this to you In a single thump And so Hmm. you'll go near him
1: And you'll you'll just hear a Bang And it's like Oh here we go Yep Yep Um Um, So so my one will, at first, will go, "Mm," and then thud. So, And it is, let me tell you, it is the most frustrating thing because it's just like, I can deal with the thud, but the, "Mm," it's just like, grow up. Like, I honestly, and like, you know, you're sort of like (laughs) sat there like, of of course he doesn't understand. Like he's, you know, he's, you know, you can't communicate with. So our one's, oh, so the other thing is, we bought a duff one. Our one's deaf, which is great. (laughs) <laughs> because it means that, uh, uh, because it means that, like, he doesn't get freaked out by lots of things, like lots of big noises and stuff. Slight caveat to that, uh, if you do walk into his vision and he's not expecting you, then he will absolutely <laughs> freak the hell out. But, um, wow. but you know, but the thing is, you know, obviously he's not listening to you, so he doesn't, you know, so when we talk to him, like, yeah. You know yeah. we talk to him, and, he, and we know he's deaf, and we're like, whatever. But like, he's not able to understand his name or anything like that, so he can't come over or anything. But like, when he's like, mm, it's like, no, I'm not having that. Like, you, you're not whining at me. So we get, so the buzz is the. Which is the like I'm excited about this, and it's also like a hello. This is great to be around you. Like, um, so, so for example, when he binkies around the around the living room because he's very very excited, he jumps up and like yeah. his little legs out to the side. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, that's so, that's the coolest thing ever, and it's so cute. Oh, it's, it's they do so like three sixties
1: and one eighties. Which which ones do you? So what what kind of rabbits do you have?
0: I've just got one. We've just got a single. He's a mini lop as well. Oh, he's just a mini lop as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. He is a mini lop as well. So I saw pictures and I went, "Hmm." Yeah, you know, it's kind of elevated yeah. you in the league and the staying in the staying in league of people that. Yeah, you know, oh, well, you know that you're in a league. I mean, so you're yeah, always kind th- of you 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 never drop lower than second. I'm just saying because yeah, sure. you've got the rabbit. Yeah, yeah,
1: you I know, know, I, know. I, I I know where I'm at. Wink, wink. Like I, I, d- I definitely know that I'm. You know, oh yeah, I'm playing in the same league as those bozos. Um, yeah. so the, um, yeah, I mean, like. Yeah, so, so when he's, like, running and jumping around the room and stuff like that, sometimes he'll go, because he's just, like, super excited. Yeah. Um, and uh, what was the other one that we had? So we, we've not had any of the, like, honking. We certainly haven't had any of the screaming, which is really scary. I've never, ever heard that. I never want to hear that. I, um, I
0: don't really want to hear that ever. I, no. I think that would make me consider. But... You, I, I take it you 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 have to keep them indoors. I mean, you've not got yeah. like an outside yeah. area to put yeah. them in so an outside hutch or something like that. No. If
1: you keep if you keep them inside, um, it can double their lifespan. So, um, yeah, rabbits' average lifespan in uh, outside is about five <laughs> years if they're in captivity. It's about two years if they're in the wild, and it's ten years if they're inside. Um, and so we were like, we were like, well, yeah, no, definitely, we'll we'll keep them inside and. And he'll have a nice time. And so he's, yeah, he's not really ever run around. Well, no, he sometimes does run around on grass when we take him to the Bunny Hotel. Have you ever, have, I take it you've, have you, have you taken yours to the Bunny Hotel yet?
0: No, um, no, we actually have, normally have neighbours kind of coming ah. in. And the whole point of taking him somewhere else, I mean, I would think I would, um, I, I don't know. He has actually stayed at a friend's, um, who's, um, Whose child they were like Oh a rabbit I'd love to look after the rabbit And I think they kind of really. cleaned They kind of You know you give like oh, Okay and here's a bale of hay And here's like You know An entire yeah. Kind of cube Of compressed hay That will probably fill up The back of a car If you kind of yeah, unfold sure. it And everything like that <laughs> yeah, um, yeah And we give it And we got it back And they practically used all of that Because apparently They'd been cleaning them out Every single day Because they were worried about The amount of poo That they were making <laughs> It's like They fire these out like poppets What are you worried about? Yeah. You know <laughs> It's like you you get a little scoop, you know what I mean, and it's like you scoop it. You go in and go, oh for goodness sake, I got a scoop. So you scoop the one side out, and you put it away in a bag, and then Mm. you get the sawdust out, and you or you put the granules down for the soaking up the moisture. You put a little bit of sawdust back on top. You turn your back. You literally turn Um, back round, and all you've got is yeah, and there's like a little pile of like, and I'm like exactly you know it's like oh look I understand you're trying to make a tall ship here so here's some cannonballs (laughs) for the cannon just for you oh thanks the right (laughs) colour thanks very much thanks Bailey I hate it
1: I, I (laughs) I think yeah I think there's a there's a there's a I think I think there's a with, with animal ownership, there is, like, I'm always the the person who's just, like, think about whether or not this is the right thing to do. With rabbits, I genuinely think it is the wrong thing to do at all times. Like, they're so... They are really complicated, like, in terms of, like, what their actual needs are. And it sounds like you're, like, a really good bun dad. Um, and, like... And, like, I think we are as well. My, my partner and I, I think we're pretty good uh, bun parents. But, like you know, for years and years and years, they were just seen as this, like, animal where it's just like, oh, I'll track it down the bottom of the garden and, like, you know, give it, you know, uh, let them walk on that, like, that horrible chicken wire fence stuff and, like, cut their little little toes up and all that sort of stuff. And, like, you know, they used to be fed absolute crap and, like, all all this kind of thing. And, like, the, the big thing about them that I think people don't understand is, like, how social they are. Like, they live in... Bur- like, they live in... Um, a group of rabbits is called a nest, and they live in nests of rabbits, right? And, like, they're super social, so they, they need you to be around. And luckily, because they're crepuscular, i.e. they they are awake during dawn and during dusk, like, it's good if you've got a job, because you can be around in, like, the morning and the evening. That yeah, that, yeah, that, that is one of the good yeah. things about about having a rabbit. But, like, it does also mean, like, if you go out in the evening, you are just going to leave it. To not do anything, and that sucks. Like, because it definitely wants to like run, have a run around, and like be with, be with its nest, and like, yeah, be be all social and stuff like that. I mean, my rabbit actually um, is uh, like absolutely in love with my partner Alex. Like, so Alex is like number one. We refer to her as Human One. Uh, oh, right. Taco think Taco thinks of her as Human One, and Human One gives Taco everything he needs right so she will um she will give him little little um uh little treats uh every once in a while and give him cuddles whenever he's around like and like make sure that he's got everything that he needs and, and all that good stuff like the but the the a lot of the nice things and she does also do a lot of the other cleaning and stuff like that i don't want to misconstrue what she does um and um and then i am the one that always picks him up and, like, gives, like, make sure that he has his nails clipped and make sure that, like, he's got a clean ass and then, like, make sure that, (laughs) like, he's got all this other sort of stuff. And so I am very much human, too. Like, I am, like, so he'll come over to me. I'll be sat on the settee and I'll be sat there, like, playing a game and he will look up at me, like, and he'll be, like... I'm, I want cuddles now. Like I want you to. I want you to cuddle me. And he will look, look at me, and he will not go away until he's got them. So I'll then have to. Sit, and he's not going to come up on the sofa. So I need to sit on the floor. You know, ruin yeah. my back and neck. And like, yeah. you know, <laughs> give, the, give him this cuddle. And then he's like, mm, I'm bored now, and like, go off. And then he'll just go and sit with Alex. And he'll go and he'll go and like flop down by the side of her, and she'll she won't be paying attention to him. But he'll be like, "This is the greatest. This is the, I feel so comfortable with you. This is so wonderful." Whereas with me, he's like, he's like, "Don't pick me up. Give me this cuddle, and that's all you're getting." Like you know, like a little bit sort of, you know, very very demanding, very demanding.
0: I yeah, I think we we kind uh, we're guilty of not letting him out enough, I reckon, and. He'll go when he come out, and he'll go under the table, and he'll sit there, right? And he'll yeah. just look at, he'll just look at you, and he'll be like, yeah. that. "This is where yeah. I am." And it's like, yeah. "Well, why didn't you just sit in your cage?" Well, I'm under the table now. I like being under the table. Yeah, I like, it's kind of I like something that, different. Yeah. You know, yeah. would you've got would you got another one? Because one of the things you said, you know, obviously the, um, they're kind of pretty kind of family company orientated. Yeah. Did the decision to get two? Did that cross your mind at all at the time?
1: We were we were literally holding two. And there's this tiny wow. little black, um, beautiful little um, uh, black colored um, girl mini lop. And it was like his sister. And we were like, and I was like, she is amazing. She was so quiet. She was just sat there, wasn't doing anything. He was, he was trying to struggle. He was basically like, I want to get out. I want to go do. Over, I'm go- going over here. I want to do over, do all this sort of stuff. And like, he did not give a, a a crap. And she was like, I'm so sweet and lovely, and I'm just gonna sit here and enjoy this lovely. And he was like, nope. And um, and we went with one because basically basically we were like, well we want him to bond with us. Yes. And then the other part of this was uh, I mean at the time, obviously so girls are no, like actually harder to look after because they get very I mean it's a matriarchal society that they that they run around in, right? So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that so you know so she could have beaten him up, basically. Uh and um and the other the other thing was like, yeah, I now, no, we definitely wouldn't get another one. Like it's like, it's been incredible so far, and it's, it's, it's been one of the best and worst things I've ever done with my life. But, like, at the same time, like, it does mean that in the evenings, if you want to go out for a drink, it's like, okay, well, someone needs to be at home or like okay but if we if we do go out together we need to make sure that we stay up longer so that he's actually got somebody around to so that we can he has a bit of a time out and all that sort of stuff and it also makes going on holiday harder because we don't have any neighbor well our neighbors technically don't know that we have him uh, because we're technically not allowed him um and so he has to go to the bunny hotel each time which is fine it's just that yeah so um but again they don't necessarily know his like needs so for example if he like starts showing one of his thing like his like you know if he starts to like i mean he's fine with the e thing now because he's he's absolutely on top of it but um you know if his teeth start to hurt and stuff like that they might be like what is going on <laughs> um whereas uh yeah so i don't know yeah it's it's as i say really lovely but also yeah it's it's, it's, it's tricky man it's challenging See,
0: I now have to obviously take back that thing about the world yeah. needs more bunnies, because quite clearly from the conversation that we've had for the last twenty odd minutes, the world does not need more. But you know what, mate? More it bunnies. doesn't matter
1: because the bunnies are gonna gonna put more bunnies into the world anyway. Like that. but that's literally how they've survived this long. They're like they're the incredible thing about the rabbit is their evolutionary advantage is they can just outbreed death like it's it's incredible like that is literally their like if you think about it they are a they are a fairly easy to catch easy meal warm easy meal like they are not that difficult but the, the and 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 they have an airborne disease that nobody knows how to cure and eight years in every eight years comes along just decimates huge portions of the uh, rabbit population but the but their evolutionary advantage is they're like we know how to. We know how to outbreed. We just this. Light. we just. We, you know I mean? Just watch yeah. us. You
0: want to see us breed rabbits? Yeah, let's live well, up we're to the name. To. Kind watch, of
1: thing. Watch this nonsense. Um, so yeah, um, but yeah, it's uh, so. I think the world can have as many rabbits as it wants. But like the, uh, these people who are like, oh, we'll get a really easy pet, like a rabbit. It's like you no. should, you should get a gerbil. Like you should get a hamster. Get, or, like that—that's actually what or you a shark. Want or shark shark. yeah pop a shark it's like that it's
0: like my brother's got a tortoise yeah and he's got like a list of things he's got to do and he's got like a special cage for it and it's got certain kind of certain kind of things that it's got to have and certain things it doesn't have to have and they move incredibly fast when they want to move to like yep. move like lightning And a lettuce is never going to survive In that type of force <laughs> and pressure And stuff like that It's just never yeah. ever going to happen yeah. I like them I would probably get another one I would think I'd probably get another one I might get I'd probably be tempted to get two I think we only got so, one at the time Because we weren't sure But my brother just got two Literally okay. the other week
1: But that's the thing Like if you become a rabbit person Yes. Like, I think that you know if you can get into that in that way, like I think that's beautiful. I mean, you've got a young family, right? So you know, it's it's cool that you've got it's. You know, rabbits are really cool because you know, <clears throat> I mean, I don't I don't, I don't mean to presume, but like I assume that you're not going out every 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 no, evening no, no, to, no. to to the theatre <clears throat> or, or whatever it no. is that young people do these days. Um, like you know, so uh, I would assume that you know that means that you can be around for the rabbit, right? And that's really, really lovely. But, like, if you're, like, a hip, you know, young 20s something, not that I am, but, like, a young 20s suburbanite <laughs> or something or like that, L- or London Londoner or something. Who's he, ta- like, who's he talking about? You? Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Who, it's, it's Certainly not him. But, like, if you're living in, like, a big city and you, like, going out every night and you're like, I know, I'll get a rabbit, that'll be easy. It's like, nah. No. Like, nah, nah. Oh, man, isn't this a podcast about, was it about, bored board? board? Board games? I let you know, have you played Bunny Kingdom? I have not played Bunny Kingdom. Is oh, that enough? Ne- neither have I. <laughs>
0: it's a game it's a game by yellow and um, I'm trying to potentially I'm, I'm thinking about getting a hold of it. There you go. That kind of covers, okay. off, the, okay. that covers off the board. Have you, no, have you been playing any board games recently? Have you managed to get yourself anything well, to the
1: table? Let me let me go and hold on. Let me have a quick uh, a little glance at the old. Um, I've been more RPGing actually, and and not actually playing RPGs. Like every great RPG fan, just reading them and thinking, "Boy, I wish I had friends who live nearby." Um, uh, and yeah, I've been reading a lot of RPGs uh, recently. So um, and and trying to figure out where the fun is in RPGs. Like fig- like it's a it's a. I always get interested, and this is my old. I mean, this is my, you know, video game production stuff and also video game journalism stuff rearing its head here. I'm really interested in, like, what makes a good role-playing game, um, tabletop role-playing game. And so I've been reading a lot of them. So I've been reading um, Batman the Role-Playing Game, uh, which is, like, this old Mayfair um, thing from, like, the, I think, 87, maybe? Uh, Reading that, reading... um, uh, Fate Accelerated, which is like the swifter version of Fate Core. Um, reading, uh, I just got. Uh, what did I get? I just got one called Stalling. Totally not stalling for time here, uh, where I go and onto the internet and start looking up the name of this RPG, uh, which um, is. No,
0: um, it's yeah, it's fine. It's good. fine. It's stalling. No, he's not. Oh my goodness! I- everybody, look behind you. There's oh, like a huge meeple
1: Yeah, there it is. Look, that'll uh, that'll distract them. There it goes. There they are. Hands. They're looking the a different a different direction. They'll be all right. So um, that's fine. So it is called. Yes. Um, so I got a, a game recently called Cogs, Cakes, and Swordsticks, which is oh. uh, from uh, our my the company I work for's um good friends over at modiphius uh, it's they published this this game it's a steampunk pulpy um role-playing game set in britain and it really grabbed my attention because um it's basically about cake and tea and like burglaries <laughs> which is like really good old exciting British stuff yeah good stuff old British, our, like, stuff
0: lips and stuff like that and going yeah. out in the rain and without a jacket
1: um, yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's it's that, that sort of like having a penchant for cues, but also attacking a zeppelin. Um, so yeah, it's 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 that kind of level of stuff. And um, also, uh, I w- I've been reading. Um, do you know the 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 series Era? Have you heard of Era? Yes. Yeah. Mr. Era. E- the-
0: Mister. Yeah. And Era the consortium and Era the yeah, chosen consortium. and yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so yeah. I've just been um, I've been reading um, Era, the Consortium. I think it's the Primer book because I got that at um, a Bristol uh, convention about six months ago now. Been reading that and trying to figure out like how did this like ultra indie um, RPG company like put this whole thing together and how do they how do they keep Banging stuff out at this rate, like, they, like they, like, it's a small team, but they smash stuff out at an alarming rate. They have a Kickstarter like every two months or something like that. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, um,
0: yeah. Uh, it's it's the guy uh, Ed Jowett and he's on the show on a regular basis. In fact, I think he's been on really? about five or six times now, and he is absolutely prolific. And it's almost a case of, it is almost a case of Ed is kind of full of RPG. And the right. only reason the only reason is that there isn't more era RPG out there is because there is only technically twenty-four hours in a day. And every single time <laughs> he amazes me. And he's he's Yeah. It's not, a case that, it's not a case that he goes, Oh, Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, let's kinda riff off that kind of thing. He's actually no. writing yeah. whole worlds and he seems to be Kind of not just oh here's an idea because I spoke to um, I had Grant Howitt on the show recently mm. and uh, he does these one page RPGs and it could be anything at all I mean I, um, he did like um, you know the, the right to bear arms and it's people with like bears for arms and stuff like that and it's like a one pager <laughs> okay. that you kind of throw out and this stuff is absolutely fantastic and he's done quite he does quite a lot of stuff but um, Ed's stuffs just seems to be okay I this is my take on superheroes and it's not like this is my take on superman or batman it's like this is my yeah. take on the superhero genre and he covers the whole thing with a with a, just a mass a river
1: of it's- just stuff it's like when i was reading it and like i found the i found the system itself a little bit too um like i definitely i'm not i'm not so i also read fiasco i'm not fiasco levels of like i i just want to do it basically fiasco is could literally be boiled down to a single page that just reads do improv but like era is a little bit further in the direction or than than i like of like stats and structure Mm. so and i think and and that's not a criticism of it that's simply a case of like like i mean like i look at stuff like pathfinder i'm like you know what good for you good for you pathfinder (laughs) like i'm sure somebody out there in fact a lot of people out there love this stuff but you know what that is not for me like um and I think the era stuff uh, in terms of rule set uh, just goes a little bit too much for me in that direction but but the but as you're talking about the actual world building that is so inspirational like when I was talking with him at this um, uh, at the uh, at the Bristol event, um you just got from him and and his pals who were, who were with him helping out with the with the event itself. Um, You just got this sense of, like, I'm living this. Like, this is, like, I I just... It's like a compulsion, almost, that he just has to get this out. It's like, as you say, it's not... It it doesn't feel... I think at Ir- 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 the consortium doesn't f- it feels like here's my take on future sci-fi with like cyberpunk wrapped into it and like future sci-fi stuff not not as far as like mind jammer which i just got a copy of and i'm really excited to to have a look at how that works not as far as like mind jammer like future future stuff um not as like like strange, uncomfortable, maybe uncomfortable, maybe uncanny sci-fi like Tales from the Loop or uh, maybe something like um, Nib- uh, Nibinura, Nib- Nibinura, mm-hmm. I think it's called, Nibimura or something. Anyway, um, one of those things. Like, it, it doesn't feel like that. It feels like here's my sci-fi universe and you're like, okay, well, that's fine. And then you read this primer and you're like, Jesus, man! Like, there's so much here. Like, okay, here's the here's the two massive A4 pages that you need to read about this one business. By the way, this will we will go into more detail in the full book. And it's like, this is so inspiring. Like, like the idea that somebody can that that amount of information can just sp- like spurt out of someone's brain. Do you know what I mean? Like that someone can go. Here's how money works in this universe. It's like what? It's, it's, yeah, it, 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 yeah. I find it. I find it really. Um, he's,
0: it's why I get him on because he he comes out with stuff, and you know that. You know that he's not doing it commercially.
1: Do you right. know what I mean? There's yeah. a
0: big. There's a big push nowadays for somebody to go. That's a really good idea. You know, I really like that idea, Steve. Mm. But yeah. is it going to make us any money? Kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Whereas with Ed, Ed is just like Ed is kind of like he's like a Vincent van Gogh kind of right. character, yeah he's going yeah. out he's painting he's painting sunflowers and starry nights whether you whether you asked him to do it or not because he's got to right. go out and do his sunflowers and his starry nights, and it's only and I think it's people looking back and discovering it like yourself are actually kind of. <clears throat> Kind of appreciating the amount of work that's kind of gone into it.
1: It's yeah. There's there's something beauteous about the about just the act of creation. It doesn't matter what the quality of that creation actually is in the end. And I think I think what he's produced yeah. is is actually pretty okay. Like it, it's not my favorite, but it's it, it's you can certainly see the quality inside of it. But it, it doesn't matter because it's the act of the creative process where you just go that is beautiful that is somebody sitting down for you know because i've i've you know i've been dabbling with um writing a uh, writing a story of my own for an rpg right like this is just something that's been happening for the last six months and i've not really been thinking about it, or, like talking about it and like it's just been mm. a kind of like personal thing and like like, the entire time I've been like, wow, like, I find it really difficult to sit down at the keyboard and get stuff done. I'm like, I'm always like, I need to clean up my room. I need to make sure that, like, I have everything in place. Oh, I can't possibly do it without two screens. I need to, you know, or do it on my laptop. It has to be the, the desktop. It needs to be there. There's always an excuse to not put something together, to not be creative, you know. And whether it's practical, you know, in inverted commas, things like that, or simply stuff like your own personality just getting in the way like but what if it's rubbish um you know stuff along those lines the 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 uh, admiration i have for any creative people where they're where where they have this consistent throughput of work because you're just like this this is such a talent this is such a skill to just sit down and go i'm just going to blast this out and then i'll you yeah. know fix you know clean it up later and make, make make it all work but you know it's why i've got a huge respect for people like um uh, people like Dan Abnett, right? So uh, a writer like Dan Abnett, who works a lot with um, our our pals over at Games Workshop, m- like writes a lot of really good stuff. Has done the um, did the Eisenhorn stuff, right? Like, and but just smashes books out. Like you know, he's like spare weekend, yeah. Here we go, there's yeah. another one. Like, yeah. But the and and they're very good. But like, it's just that admiration for a person like that where they just they go. I'm going to write 300 pages of a novel and I'm going to do it in X amount of time. And you're like, that, that is terrifying to me. Like, as, as somebody who's dabbled in that stuff, it's like, wow, that's so... I wish I could get into that mindset. I, just, I, I, I kind of...
0: I think it comes down to... Um, yeah, it's the mindset. I think that they are, they've almost got over that bit where they're like, I don't care if anyone thinks it's good. Or not. Right. I'm, sticking right. 3, 000, I'm sticking three thousand. I'm sticking three thousand words down here on a page, yeah. And you know that'll be that'll be enough as a as a kind of a good start. And it's a, such a debilitating thing to have to sit down in front of a blank. I don't think it's worse sitting down on a blank piece of paper or sitting mm. down with having written two hundred and fifty seven words and going. These are the worst words that anyone has ever written.
1: Yeah, I yeah, can't yeah, even
0: yeah. look at these words. These are absolutely terrible. That isn't even a sentence. You know what yeah. I mean? And meanwhile in the corner, somebody's going, I've got sore teeth.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, infuriating, <laughs> isn't it? Um But yeah, I yeah, I, I just feel like um it's yeah, it's so wonderful. So Yeah, RPGs, man. Like RPGs are there's something. I, I kinda feel like I kinda feel like RPGs are the next big one. Like like, you see these things with, like, critical role, and obviously, like, you know, they're making, I mean, they're making money off of other people's creativity. So but, yes. like, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, you know, they're, like, they're making so much. But, like, it feels like there's a, you know, you see it with wizards doing D&D, uh, like, putting out more and more and more content that is like very much in their own universe and like building out the D D brand like you kind of feel like they're really pushing for rpgs to be this thing you see it with companies again um like um uh, you see it with companies like cuba is it cubicle 8 is that what they're called I want to say they're called Cubicle Eight or something. Yes. Hold on, I, I, I will totally not go back to uh, the my browser and have a look for the Cubicle Seven. No, nah, not quite. I mean, not quite Cubicle Eight, is it? It's one less. Um, uh, well, but mean, yeah, maybe like Cubicle, cubicle seven Eight is where they're aiming out. for.
0: You know, it's, that's where they're yeah. aiming for. They want to be Cubicle Eight, and in actually, that case, they just stop Cubicle Seven because they've success.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you know what? I believe in you, Cubicle Seven. If you want to be Cubicle Eight. I I, I believe you. But, like, again, like, you can see how they've been doing stuff with, like, One Ring uh, and other products and that kind of thing. You see it with um, the Shadowrun series. Like, they're all building and building and building, and you kind of feel like there's going to be this, this, like, mainstream acceptance of RPGs in the way that board games currently enjoy. Like, there is a, like, board games are not, they're no longer like, what, like, Mousetrap? You know, there's a, there's a... You know, there's like a, there is still that with RPGs. There is a like, isn't that for dorks? Whereas with board games now, enjoy this much more. Like, oh yeah, no, I went to a cafe and like played a board game. It was really, really good. Turns out board games are really good these days. Yeah. Like, board games are kind of going through that and enjoying the, you know, the, the the increased success that that comes with. And I kind of feel like war games and RPGs haven't got that yet like war games are still toy soldiers for dorks and RPGs are still you know well you know even ugly folks like to pretend to dress up now and then you know it, it's very mm. it's it's very and it's, it's upsetting because it's like you know you go and play games like um, so I played um, Honey Heist um, uh, a little while ago and I think games like Honey Heist And, um, you know, other, like, one-shot, really fun things along those lines. They're actually really... um, Anyone can enjoy them, right? Like, they're super low barrier to entry. I felt like... So I ran Paranoia. um, And, like, that's actually a really fun... Everybody can understand what the setup is. And everybody can pretend that they're, you know... A clone in a in a dystopian future, like everybody can pretend to do all that sort of stuff, Um, and it feels like RPGs are not, you know, war games are kind of almost there. I think the thing with RPGs, and
0: I don't think it helps when you get um, things coming into the zeitgeist like Stranger Things, right? And 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 you know the things that kept coming up is oh we've got to finish the campaign, and I think you know. And I think that RPGs could be something that people sit around the table. I remember back in the the, the late must have been the early nineties, middle of the nineties, there was murder mystery yeah. kind of boxes that you were able to buy from the shops. And in all intents and all intents and purposes, they were just, you know, somebody had taken the role playing game idea and decided to you know, it allowed kind of um, affluent middle class people To pretend that they were In an Agatha Christie novel And yeah. they were able to have dinner And then they were able to do this murder mystery And it was oh ho oh, so jolly so good fun And I think it's almost like And then that disappeared And then the people that are still playing D&D Were still playing D&D and Pathfinder And Vampire Masquerade and everything else And I think now We're going to end up with we potentially on the cusp of people with You know like Bringing up, say, again, you know, Grant Howitt doing kind of like one-page RPGs. There's a lot of people who are saying, like, I want to do single sessions. I can't do a campaign and my friends are interested in just having a laugh. Let's all have a couple of, you know, a couple of drinks or, you know, whatever. Mm. And let's just have a little bit of a role play with a very simple system where we all have a laugh and we can pretend who we want to be. Mm. And then we can all walk away at the end of the night and we don't need... To gather up again in two weeks' time to do exactly the same thing again because that never bloody right. works because you know what I mean because because you know because Sonia's never available kind of thing right <laughs> you know, yeah she,
1: um, she, 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 but you know kind but of that's thing. the thing like if if we want like board games the the beauty of board games I think is that they actually appeal to an older demographic than um, traditionally video games do right because video games always. Um, require this extreme hurdle for you to get over in terms of barrier to entry right like you're essentially playing using a remote control car controller right if you think about what a video game controller is there are so many buttons and so many things that they that they, that they do that it's just mm. like the barrier to entry just for that is is extremely high and and, and so it skews young because young people tend to have a lot of free time and they, they you know, they're, they're able to put their... It's why Fortnite is such a big thing because they're like, hey, kids, you want something for free that you can just play forever and ever and ever with your friends who are also bored as hell like you are and want to play for free? Here you go. Like, that's great. Whereas you look at what board games are doing and board games are like, I think the most um, successful ones have sort of... Um, Sort of, or consistently successful ones have kind of taken that balanced line of you know games like Catan, Ticket to Ride, um, Splendor, you know that that kind of that kind of board game. Uh, Pandemic, I think, is a good example. And it's like the the rules are complicated enough to have depth, but simple enough to be understood. Where as long as somebody's in the room who's able to actually explain the rules to the to the other person, you can just yeah. immediately get playing. And I think that. That accessibility is really important for, you know, people who have to, who are paying for the rich and luxurious lifestyles of the rabbits that they own, right? Like, it is... It is, like, if you go out and work for a living and you come back, you you know, you get excited, you know, uh, on payday because you're like, I'm going to buy this one board game because I know that on the weekend I'll probably have enough time with my partner to go and play this game. Whereas with video games, you're like, cool, I need to sink 45 hours into this until it starts getting good. And, like, I think that RPGs currently suffer from this problem where, like there is a there is the the dungeons and dragons where it's like cool if you want to get the most out of this really you are going to need to sign yourself up to a, at least you know four or five good sessions of this stuff no and and sessions are going to be four or five out you know you know maybe four or five yeah, hours long yeah. um whereas yeah. these one shots like honey heist like um like um fiasco which i mean i as I say, I read through and I didn't particularly like it, but um, I thought it was very smart in that, like, with Fiasco, it's, like, super straightforward rules. Everybody understands what's actually going on. There's no such thing as campaign play. And, again, that accessibility means that people are gonna are going to be like, oh, should we crack out Fiasco? Whereas I don't think anybody who's going to a nice, sophisticated dinner party is like, you know, oh should we crack out uh call of cthulhu like like no one's thinking that right no one no one's thinking like oh let's just have a quick a quick session of like of like some mad you know uh, super complicated role-playing game you know um and again it's why i, I find systems I get, like, it's like um, shall i get the robes yeah, you get the candles. I'll yeah. get the robes. Yeah, of so it's just like let me get out these dice. Like, like really simple things like this, right? Like, oh yeah, that sounds great. Let's start playing. Cool. Do we have the correct dice to play this game? It's like, well, what do you mean? <laughs> it's like, well, like, oh, surely all dice are the same. It's like, ah, oh, no. But on this instance, we need a D twenty, <sighs> no. a D eight, and it's just like, it's just like you're just putting barriers up all the time. Whereas I think there is, we're we're heading towards. Hopefully, you know, uh, 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 a situation where hopefully there are going to be slightly more accessible uh, games like in the limelight, in terms of RPGs, in the limelight a lot more. And that the engaging with RPGs becomes less about watching the critical role folks do what they want to do. And, like, going, oh, great, yeah, ha, this is brilliant. I could never put this game together. Like, there's no way I could have this many friends and this amount of cool stuff in the same room all in one go. From that to, you know, let's all play, um, I don't know, like, Fate Accelerated. Like, I think Fate Accelerated is a really good game that people could very quickly get into, but just hasn't seemed to have, like, picked up quite the attention that it that it sort of needed when it came out a fair number of years ago. Now. Do you know
0: what's... Do you know what's- do you know what it's gonna take? What's it's gonna take um It's gonna take like a, a Coronation Street RPG or a oh, Big Brother RPG or the Circle RPG or EastEnders yep. RPG or something like that. It's gonna take something where folk are gonna say, well you can play this character, this character, and this character, and people will just be going in and saying, Well, this is what you've got to do. Right. And I think that um there's an intellectual property. Interestingly enough, I mean it ties into this kind of Wendy's Thing where Wendy's (laughs) apparently released An RPG and everybody kind of went Oh, this is absolutely bloody dreadful. Yeah. How dare they try to capitalise by selling people stuff <laughs> all the time. If you don't mind, I'm going to go off and spend my forty nine ninety five on this third time I've bought this book because it's got a gold embossed dragon instead of, yeah. you know, the normal dragon that I picked up last time. And while there's part of me that goes, well, that's Wendy's cashing in, there's also part of me that's thinking, out of... 100 people that pick that up yeah say if it is a 100 people pick it up yeah? yeah what happens if say 40 of them go on the internet and try and find out about other role playing games and what happens oh, if out beautiful. of that 40 20 go on and actually pick up you know something and then out of those 20 that pick up and something 7 or 8 <clears throat> 7 or 8 go ahead and 7 or 8 go ahead and um do some, you know, seven or eight go ahead and actually start yeah. something. I mean, isn't that isn't that enough? Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that that's what beautiful. we're kind of
1: looking for? Dude, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Like that like that that really upset me about the whole Wendy's thing. It was just like, guys, first of all, it's a company being a company, come on. And second of all, like, yeah, like this is mass market. Like but but that's 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 the, the, the issue with any and I think Again, I think wargaming and RPGs have this problem, and board games, I think, have flirted on the, the the periphery of having this problem, of just gatekeeping, yeah, like of like like RPGs and wargames definitely do, like like wargames. I I fell out of them for like fifteen, uh, maybe longer years, like, and then only recently got back into them with um, uh, with Kill Team and Burrows and Badgers. Um, because, quite simply, like, the barrier to entry was super high to begin with, and that was really off-putting. But it also, it was the thing of, like, you'd go on Reddit and be like, where do I start with the... You know, and just a torrent of, like, you know, oh, you should be doing the blah-blah-blah-blah-blah, you should be spending 700 quid to make sure that you've got blah 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 and if you don't have this, what's the point? Ah, are you even playing, like, Battletech if you're playing with the starter set only? It's like... Yeah. And you know, (laughs) I I kind of feel like RPGs are the same, and board games have flirted with that. But like, but yeah, like this, this, you know, when you see um, Wendy's and stuff like like dance around with this stuff, you're kind of like, good for you, like, cool. Um, Yeah, you know, it's cool that you've tried this stuff out. It's really interesting that like you've thought, oh, okay, there might be something here. Um, And And it's interesting. It's interesting. There was there was a board
0: meeting where people sat around. And made a decision mm. that they wanted to engage with the RPG community. Beautiful. And if you think about it, the only reason a mass mega corporation like Wendy's is going to consider engaging in the RPG community is because they thought there was money there. And that's yeah. that's what comes out. That which means it's getting noticed. Which means people are wanting to take it mainstream. And it's one of these double edged swords. It's like taking something to mainstream and commercialising it makes it crap for the people that were there since the beginning. But this is how it, this is how it is. I'm afraid this is what happens when things get popular. Right, right. But um, it's also you know. it's
1: also like those games will always exist. Like I always get really upset with people who are like, who are like they're going to change my game. And it's like believe you me, the companies that are going to come in. They don't care about your game. They want to make the next version of your game. Like if you want to play, yeah, you know, um, if you want to play the, uh, you know, a, a, a historic's miniatures war game that requires you know a two thousand pound outlay per side, and God help you if you've put the, you know, if you've added the wrong the wrong green to the to the the sash of the <laughs> rifleman because otherwise you're not playing in my my town sunny like you know they will still exist it's just that yeah like it's not going to be about that only from now on and that is the that is the double-edged sword of i wish people understood my hobby to then people going i understand your hobby i don't like this i want this and then yeah. you know that going off in that interesting direction um, yeah, so there's there's yeah. a lot there's a lot going
0: to happen. It's kind of exciting times. It's kind of Super good exciting. times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, very, Super very, exciting. very, very good. We, I mean, on this show, we 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 do have guests. I mean, we've had Ed on that talks about obviously rpgs. Uh, yeah. We've had uh, Deborah on who was talking about the the everyverse kind of RPG. Um, for people who haven't kind of listened to the th- Absolutely fabulous, staying in podcast. Yeah, because I was looking at our Skype chat, and do you realise the last time we talked was. Can you guess? Can you remember when it was?
1: Oh, do I have uh, to tell you? it feels like a few months. It's surely not more than six months ago.
0: It was January 2018. Was the last That's time we the Skype That's chat. too
1: long. I'm actually upset. I'm actually very upset about this. I'm quite upset
0: with that as well. But you know, time, I think it's probably less than that. But you know, these things, these things can happen. Mm, um, don't like it staying in is one of these podcasts which i will um i will put it on when i'm gardening i will put it on (laughs) when i'm relaxing i will put it on in the car it's just absolute it's like chicken soup um wrapped up in the most crustiest bread and it's absolutely nourishing and fulfilling Mm. but what would you say to people if you wanted to if you if you want to tell people what staying in is about for people who haven't heard it before, and you bloody well should have.
1: <laughs> um Yeah, it's like we always made it it should feel like you're just listening to your friends having a chat about Yes. Like about just like we 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 call it like quote geek culture kind of stuff but like that's that's a bit too highbrow i mean it's really like every fortnight we sit with basically best friends sit together and talk about the things that they really like we try and avoid bad things and so we talk about these things we really really enjoy and and we kind of try to talk to each other normally I know that sounds really strange but like we try and really not we we talk like Chris talks on that show like he talks to me when I 'm on the phone with him right he is like that and that's what I love about yes. it because it, it I, I hope it I hope it comes across as really genuine um, and um, yeah it's just nice hopefully nice folks talking about nice things that we hope we think people will like um, and um, yeah, and it's it's nice. I mean, if you liked this conversation that we've just been having right now, I kind of feel like you you would like it because it's like it's just it's just rapping. It's just rapping. It's just
0: it's it's um it's very it's very very good. There's no two ways about it. And I would implore everybody who to to go onto their podcast catcher of choice and check out um, check out go and search for staying in pod staying in podcast You're staying in pod On Twitter aren't you
1: Yeah Staying in pod On Twitter and Facebook Staying in podcast On everything else I think Yeah
0: Yes So you can find you Um, If people want to Have listened along tonight And they've want There must be more bunny Surely there will be pictures Where do you you exist Where do you exist On the internet webs
1: Well The webs internet uh, Is for me Over on uh, So You can find me on Twitter.com Slash 000 With an X um sometimes yes. i post bunny pictures uh, but you might want to search for taco el paso on instagram because he does have his own uh, bunny account oh, wow. um, and he does occasionally put little pictures up on there uh, you can find me on there as well the other places on the internet that i am am i allowed to do a cheeky plug for a thing can yeah, I do of a cheeky, can. K- cheeky little thing um, so uh, my work uh, I work for a video game studio a lovely video game studio uh, we just did the port for a game called Mega Aquarium, which is an aquarium management game and it's uh, so the PC version's been out for ages now uh, but we've just done the Nintendo Switch, Xbox One and Playstation 4 port and they come out oh two or three days from now. Uh, it comes out on the 18th, I think it is. Um, it'll, be, it'll be here by the weekend. Um, and um, yeah, I'm really excited for it. I've, I've had almost precious little to do with it. Um, so it's actually turned out really well. <laughs> um, and uh, and yeah, um, if, if you would like, if you, if, if again, it's a very chill, very relaxing game. We talked about this on the podcast, actually, the other day. If you want to listen to uh, We're Not Wizards... But you also want to be doing something else with your hands, and you're not, and you're like, well, I've done the washing up, I've emptied out the rabbits, I've put the kids to bed. Like, if you want to be listening to something else, it's the perfect game to just sit back, chill out, do whatever you want, and uh, like basically like manage an aquarium while listening to a nice podcast. So yeah, that sounds perfect. so yeah, go and get that, and then listen to like some more back episodes of this. That's the perfect combination.
0: There you go. I shall make sure that we put all the links in the show notes so that we have notes to show. If you want to keep an eye on what we are up to, go to the internet webs and search for We Are Not Wizards, and you shall find us as normal. And you shall also find us on the podcast catchers of choice. Some of them have got the word pod in them, some of them have got the word cast in them, some of mm. them have got neither, like Stitcher mm. or Player FM. Yeah. if you like us even you know if you like us even more then consider Well, tell somebody else about us because we spread it's
1: um, so important it's like a virus so I guess and also so, yes. that's 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 the good karma that's the good karma right yes. go go tell somebody about a thing that's the secret good action
0: do it Basically. Or the other thing you can do is you can go into Apple Podcasts And you can drop us a subscription A rating or a review If you are going to be dropping us a subscription, rating or review Don't give us 10 stars Because it makes us big headed But don't <laughs> give us 1 star Because mm. it makes us cry Give us something in the middle Like it's 5 Because it's average And we're just a little bit average But the person who's not been average is a rather wonderful, rather fantastic Mr. Peter Wellington. He's fantastic.
1: Thank With you for very much for coming on, Peter. Thank you again for having me on. Oh. Uh,
0: that's very good. Um, there's only two more things to do as normal. <laughs> you've got to remember that we're many things, but we're not wizards. Are we wizards, Peter? Of course not. Absolutely not. And the second thing, well, The second thing is to thank our sponsors of the show and also to say goodbye. So it's a goodbye from Peter. Say
1: goodbye, Peter. Goodbye, Peter.
0: And it's a goodbye from me. Remember, stay safe. Rule sixes. Make something awful. And (laughs) don't bother going out, but make sure you're staying in. And until the next time. Until the next time. (laughs) a wizard is never late